going on? What's going on? What's going on, my six YouTubers? Welcome back to Ricky Two Three Six Five. My name is Rick, and this is our channel, guys. Again with me, Mark Letrain, Ricardo Ruiz, and Lisa Scobito. Welcome to the show, guys. What's happening? What's happening, sexy YouTubers? What's up? Man, man, it's been it's been it's been an amazing an amazing uh, week. I mean, what a weekend I have, you know. Uh, you know, so many things happen over the weekend. We we heard so many news. You know, so many things going in every direction. I mean, a uh, uh, bunch of news. You know, a bunch of topics to talk about today. But the question is, what matters to you today? That's the question. So, uh, you know, Diesel, how you been doing, man? Uh, like uh, I've just been making sure my family's straight, man. That's it. Uh, Texas, uh, the coronavirus. It's coming back out. It's coming back out. So we're we're making sure we're masked up, uh, making sure we're washing our hands, hand sanitizer, cleansing stuff. You know, stuff that we did we did anyway, regardless before coronavirus. So. Yeah, I saw that. You know, daily changes. If you look at, you know, if you go if you go to Google and you put uh, three numbers, any three numbers, uh, and then you put uh, 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 cases. It will show you coronavirus all the way till like I think six thousand. Uh, everything, every time, every the first search uh, result is gonna be uh, coronavirus related because you know we've been tracking this uh, down to the to the uh, to the minutes. Uh, on the twenty third yesterday, we had three thousand five hundred ninety three new cases. It's like every day we keep adding and adding and adding and adding. You know, when you look back in April, we have one hundred twenty. Uh, April twenty seventh, two hundred. May four hundred. June. 3,593, you know? Crazy, man. Remember when we started talking about this back in what? October, September, October last year? Man, it was like Wuhan, only Wuhan. That's it, China. You know, like Trump said, China. Uh, and now it's, it's, it's worldwide, man. Crazy, man. I'm, I'm glad well, that you- I'm just curious. Has yeah? either one of y'all added up the, I don't know, daily count of people with cold? Or blue. One more time, Lisa. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. What are you trying to say? Like, <laughs> I was asking, have in either one of you counted up the daily account, the daily number for people with colds or flu? No. No. Apparently, apparently they're they're coming up. Positive for coronavirus. Okay. So well, that means they're being they're tested. They're all respiratory infections, and people probably will get it every day. Uh, the coronavirus is, is, to me, it's not that big of a deal. It's just like any other respiratory infection. Same symptoms and everything. <laughs> You know, I, I think I think you got a good point right there. You know, so many cases being uh, misdiagnosed, uh, or until last month, many cases were being misdiagnosed, like in place, like places like in Chicago, uh, California, New York. You know, if you die from something, they will say no coronavirus because hospitals will getting more money. You know, so if you go to a hospital and you die in a hospital, uh, the hospital will get or can charge uh, each patient or their family up to eight thousand dollars. But with this uh, federal funding, with coronavirus, it's uh, thirteen thousand five hundred. So, it's a business, man. Just for dying, we're not talking about the treatment that you got there. Just for dying there, you know. So it's being it's being a big thing. 
So what? Which topic we gonna talk about? You you guys um, wanna? My my issue is go ahead. It's a big thing. It's just now. It, all right. So let, let's say people do die from misdiagnosis. I got you. But I'm worried about what it's actually doing to the population, as far as businesses, as far as you know, me getting employed in the nearby area, me having to do remote, uh, uh, remote. What tele? What is it? Telemarket? Not telemarketing, but remote home. Uh, all that stuff. So that's where it's a, that's where I'm worried about. I'm not worried about really, con, you know, getting it or contracting it. Of course, I'm staying healthy out here working out and all that stuff, but I'm worried about what it's doing to the hysteria of the people around. That's what I'm worried about. And you're talking about the, the whole teleworking, yeah? That's not the virus. That's people. That's the government. The virus isn't doing that. The government is doing that. People are doing that. The media is doing right. that. And I, I live, I live, I live in that. I live in a place that is affected by the government. That's what I'm saying. When when, when I'm when I'm looking at news articles, or I'm looking at the governor or whoever, and he's talking about uh, going back into uh, like a tighter restraint. Um, before there was a news article saying that we might close down these local uh, these local businesses, and then now he's saying that admit whatever is happening, we're not going to close it down, but we're going to inflict a lot of restrictions. You know, it's, it affects me, especially around summertime. Children are home. They get on your nerves. You know, you want them to leave the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, you can't, now you can't have them do nothing, and they up in your face looking at you talking about they want – they want some some serious, yeah. They want snacks. snacks. Like get get the heck out of here. Go go play in some dirt outside. Oh, you can't do that because coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think if the government wants to close down what is the government, they can. I don't think that they should um, close down businesses. Um, if the businesses want to risk it to get the biscuit, they can. I mean, that's what they have insurance for. Um, but I, I don't. I I think the government should only be in charge of closing and opening what belongs to the government. That's a good point, you know, Lisa. But I mean, I mean, they they have to they have to exercise, you know. Uh, you know, some kind of uh, uh, proactive measures, so so we are all safe. You know, um, that's what I think. But it's not why pestis; it's a respiratory infection. Seriously, guys, it's just a respiratory infection. I, I get your point. Oh, I mean, why, pe why pestis is the black plague? Sorry. Yeah, I, I was. I will say you got a point. You know, it's a good point. But I mean, uh, you know, in cases like people like me, you know, I come home to on the weekends to two babies. You know, and then uh, some people that I work with, you know, uh, they fear. You know, we're in the world. My my workplace is kind of. Uh, um, uh, uh, how can I say this? It's it's kind of different than everybody else because we work in this environments you know uh what i'm trying to say is we don't have the luxury from to telework work from home because we cannot do our work from home you know it's impossible you know uh so um 
So some of the people that go to work with me, some of my coworkers, you know, they do use their, their mask 24, you know, all the time. They, they don't take the mask no time, you know. They go eat in their car. Uh, they wash their hands five, six, seven times, you know, uh, where they're panicking about this because they, they have to go home to some uh, elderly uh, parents or, or, or whatever the case may be. So uh, it, it's not affecting, I will say, the, the bigger majority of Americans, but yeah, it's affecting some individuals. Do they do control the flu season? Do they do that? Do they do the same thing? No. <laughs> they they have been they have been conditioned by the media and the government to overreact. Because this that they bring home to them in what, October to April is called the flu season? So they're just conditioned to overreact courtesy of the media and the government. But I would be concerned about dioxide. One would be breathing in all day long from wearing a mask. <laughs> That's what I would be concerned. We, we're, we need oxygen, not carbon dioxide. We exhale carbon dioxide, but we need oxygen. Well, uh, how, how have you been, Lisa? How was your, uh, um, that's how I've been. I, that's, that's, that's been on my docket. <laughs> What's on your docket? How have you been? So I just had one little teeny, teeny, tiny thing that came to me in the middle of the night. Um, on Monday, you were talking about how uh, you, we don't need monuments of losers. They fought against America and lost, right? Are you still sticking to that story before I hit you with this? Are you still sticking with that? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll stick to my guns. Okay, so then we should not have any monuments, memorials, streets, anything related to Native Americans because they fought against America and lost. Okay, well, you took that long to come up with that. First of all, <laughs> it was Native Americans that were that were wrongly treated. This was their natural land, okay? And they were slaughtered on their natural land. That's why America gives them a whole bunch of stuff. It should be more, but the fact that America did them wrong, that's a different thing. We're talking about if that, that's, that's, that's if we were like, in a Native American tribe, and then we went against them, you know what I'm saying, while in the tribe, and was like, nah, nah. No, that's two different things, man. That's like, that's like saying, that's like saying. same thing. They fought against America. And you know, it's even, it's even worse, because not only did they fight against America and lose, but they still get to be autonomous within our borders. They were fighting. They're still their own little country within the borders, Whereas, they, whereas um, the Confederacy had to give up that. They so were fighting for survival. They were being... So according to the Confederacy, and they were fighting for survival. The Confederacy was not fighting for survival. It was fighting survival. for their survival. It was, they were fighting for their survival. Yes. They fought yes. against the government because they did For their survival. No, no, 
they could have they could have easily because they could, they first of all not everybody in the Confederate died. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that right now. <laughs> they were all massacred. Hey, 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 hey! Those numbers were pretty high. They decided to. Those fight. numbers were pretty high. They decided to fight the the Native so Americans. So did the Native Americans. The Native Americans they decided to fight. They weren't given an option to put their put their arms down. They were slaughtered. Yes, they were. No, they were. They were. They slaughtered. were given an option. They, women and children. Their option were were to submit <laughs> or fight, just like the Confederacy. But they killed women. Or fight. They killed women and children in the Confederacy. You don't think women and children? Hold on. You don't think women and children died in the Civil War? You know what? I'm going to say I don't think that they died. I thought it was a yes. I don't know. When, when I, I'm going to say I don't burned. think. <laughs> When Sherman burned Atlanta, do you think that he was checking in there to see if buildings were empty? No. Well, <laughs> no. What I mean, well, what I mean, what I mean, and he women. scorched it. He scorched it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so there were casualties. Yeah. Before. Okay. I, I, I'm. 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 I'm sick. I'm <laughs> sickened. I'm sickened that you're comparing the Native American struggle to the Civil War, but. Whatever. I wasn't comparing the two. I wasn't comparing the two. <laughs> I was going with your logic. Your thought process was if, if uh, they fought against America and lost, they don't deserve any type of monument. That was your logic. It was, yep, and still is. So Native Americans, I, I'm cool with. Well, you're What's back. You're back. My bad. Sorry. What, what, what's on today's What's on today's docket? Well, the first thing I want to bring to to uh, to the panel, you know, Hello, to, Ricky, to... Ricky, your audio. It's not going. Your no audio. audio. Uh, I'm here in the background again. Can you hear me now? My bad. Same thing. Same thing. Background. I can hear myself talk. Oh Jesus Christ! What's going on now? Yeah. As soon as we lost Lisa, it, it started to. Let me take a quick to... look. Sorry, Dad. No worries. Are you good? Lisa's coming a little smoother now. Can you hear me now? I yeah, I can hear you. Really yeah. loud. Yeah, you're loud. <laughs> your audio is loud again. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, podcast. Hold on, YouTube viewers. Having a little technical difficulties. What about now, guys? Oh, can you hear me better? That's it. That's it. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got you. You got me. Let me uh, do one more time. A little bit. Boom, 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 boom. I'm making sure that. So, so you guys can see in the background. It looks. It, it appears to be. Uh, that's much better, huh? Yeah, that's I'll good. I'll say a little louder. You're... Is this Washington D.C.? That is Washington D.C. Yes. That is Washington D.C. And and what is going on? It looks like. So there's protests. There's protests. You know, uh, uh, on the on the streets, oh God, uh, for police brutality. You know, so. Uh, so I, I just want I just wanted to keep that that right there on the background, guys. If you're watching this uh, uh, this video right now, the phone lines are open, and the phone number is five two zero two six one seven two four six. You can call uh, you can call the channel, and then we get you through so to see what's on your mind, guys. But the first thing I want to bring to you guys today is 
is this right here. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be sharing this with you guys real quick, and let's go. To, let's talk about Boba Boba Watson. Uh, you know, good old Bubba. I know. Uh, before, before, before we start talking about him, you know, let's let's uh, let's let me uh, let the officer Tatum tell you a little bit about uh, about that. It is Bubba Wallace. You ain't crap, man. You should be ashamed of yourself. I don't understand. Y'all help me. God help me. How is it? that we have more fake hate crimes in America than real ones. How do you, and you know you're a NASCAR driver, see this rope that's tied to the garage door every single day of your career, and all of a sudden, you're confused at whether or not this is a noose or not. And don't give me that, oh, well, we don't know what if it was intended to be. No, nah, I don't want to hear nothing, bro, because you came out. You cried on that uh, doggone NASCAR. You got all these white people out here coddling you, walking in solidarity, and you know you're full of crap. And ladies and gentlemen, I just saw on, the, on, this, uh, on one of the social media platforms, he's selling T-shirts. He's selling T-shirts after we found out that this was a hoax. These people are so fraudulent. Jesse Smollett, him, uh, uh, you can go down a list, man. Fraudulent people, fraudulent black folks. And you wonder why nobody take y'all seriously because you can't even address a real hate crime. Okay, I think that's, I think that's just plenty uh, that we need to hear from this guy today. Uh, so, you know, he's addressing this, this, this point right here. And then, like I said from the beginning, you know, uh, and then we come, we come, we come to the uh, uh, to the topic of the day. And the topic of the day is not that oh, I found out this this rope in my garage. It's not that the to me, it's not that the whole NASCAR embraced me and then they did a dog and pony show down in Talladega. You know, it's not that uh, Bubba Watson, you know, I don't know where now has an afro when his mom and dad are white. And a couple of days ago, he was you know not claiming to be black or or you know we never heard about that uh we knew that he was the only uh african-american or mix like light skin like some people call it very light skin you know uh nascar driver but the thing comes down to this he's getting pr he's getting sponsors now he's selling all kind of merchandise and and, and then his career from now from this point on is just it's, even if he don't win any races he's gonna stay relevant you know, because of uh, uh, the attention that he's bringing to himself. Same thing we talk about. Uh, same thing we talk about um, the football player uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, a couple of days ago when we people were comparing him to Pat Tillman, and I was like, this is this is you know a little bit nonsense. Uh, but you know that, that's what I got for this guy. I think I think like uh, like Officer Tatum say, I think he's I think he's a fraud. I think that anybody that supports came based on based on that factor is uh is, is lying to themselves uh and, and and he mentioned something very very seriously uh uh very briefly it's like they're not taking us you know they're not taking black america serious because of these uh fraudulent people is this a fact is this a trend are we going to continue seeing this what are your thoughts what, what's on your mind what what do you think Diesel? Uh, 
it's, it's like the the what is it the the girl the the boy kept crying wolf. You know what I'm saying? Then we gonna it's gonna be to a point where um the people that really need the help, uh the people who are really being killed out there. You know what I'm saying? No one's really gonna come to the aid because you wanna worry about, you know, trivial stuff. Uh, you know, let's say I mean, hopefully he thought it was really a noose. I saw I saw it on your Facebook. Um it was two different ties, how to tie a rope and stuff. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe he, hopefully he, he really thought it was and, you know, but if he did, like, there's probably other ways to handle that, you know, but of course he wouldn't have came out with this if, if, if the Black Lives Matter movement didn't have such a, uh, such a, such a clout right now. So, uh, you need to, you need to really chill out, bro. <laughs> Really needed to chill out. The same same people who have the white people kissing their boots and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, y'all need to chill out. Kneeling down, having couples kneeling down, apologizing. Nah, you need to cut that cut that out. I mean, the the, the, level, the level of pandering that NASCAR gave him, you know, uh, uh, as I see, it was it's, it's extreme. You know, it wasn't just you know a a a less less cater to this guy based on based on what's going on it wasn't just a a let's uh, a let's embrace the black Lives matters uh, uh uh you know um movement it wasn't that you know hey this is a racial issue let's address it no they, they just went straight up i mean no no i mean uh, many people have seen that only nascar or only nascar got it right you know nascar embraced bubba watson you know they they every 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 racer nobody questioned this you know wallace, wallace. Uh, nobody, nobody questioned this situation. They were straight boom, you know. Uh, oh, let's let's do a rally, let's do a march around around Talladega, you know, because this this has no uh, discrimination and, and, and bigotry and, and and all these all these hate crimes, you know, that we don't support either in this channel. Uh, they have no place in, in 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 NASCAR, and they went they went out there. They did everything without doing any investigation. Now, now, uh, pretty much every white folks that follows nascar is racist you know pretty much it's like they're you know they're kneeling kissing bubba watson's uh car bubba watson is a golfer robert wallace golfer. <laughs> wallace okay robert wallace so i mean it, it was uh, you know it, it was kind of uh it was kind of funny you know that, that i saw this but again it, it goes back to how much tickets you can sell what kind of attention you're going to bring to nascar because i mean the pr level that these people got you know front pages everywhere people are watching nascar you know people are, are following this what's going on i'm i'm sure that nascar right now after the fbi found that find out that that road was there since 2019 they're like man why why that thing happened and that's that's another thing that i want to bring to you to you guys uh the federal government saying how many uh how many fbi agents to uh to investigate this 15 fbi agents you know if, if don't get me right do i get it right 15 did you see this yeah, to uh 15. do we see this to george floyd do we talk about how many federal agents do we talk about uh, how many federal agents went to check the uh, the uh, the investigation on the uh, police officer who got killed in uh, uh, you know uh, guarding this pawn shop? No, uh, they're not celebrities. I mean, so no, they're not celebrities. So which Black Lives Matters, you know, uh, 
again to the to the federal government and to black money. Hey, <laughs> you got it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I first of all, I didn't even know there was a black NASCAR driver. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. You're not southern. You're not southern. You're not southern. I mean, I mean, still, I didn't know, but now I know. Now I know there's a black NASCAR driver, and you know the average people who don't know. Now they know, and now they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I wanna, you know, I'm I'm just like this guy, you know." This is a bunch of crap. I didn't even know there was a black NASCAR driver. And the fact that so all these people walking behind them are all white white people. Yes. I mean, I'm oh. pretty sure there's probably people who work in the grill. Yo, I know, I know those white people over there. Like, why the hell are we doing? <laughs> They walk in and they be like, "Yeah, I support this, but like, this is stupid." And they have to show face because now, if you say anything wrong about, right, uh, it's it's like the LGBTQ2WHIZ. It's like them. If you say anything bad about them, that's your career. So right. this is they can't say nothing bad, and this hurts. This hurts our cause for racism because what happens is. You got a whole bunch of dormant racists, or you have people that are racist. Um, now they're definitely not going to speak their mind. They're definitely not going to show uh, their true intentions because if they do, they're going to be held accountable for it. So I'd rather you be a racist to my face so I can know how to compartmentalize you instead of being the dormant racist and my back is turned or you're, 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 if I want a promotion and you're above me, you're not doing it because I'm black or whatever. So this 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 does more harm than good. And this pandering stuff needs to quit. Freedom well, of speech, I, guys. I got, some, I, I got some better some better information for you. So Bubba Bubba Wallace, he he grew up in North Carolina. So you know. He's not he's not born there, but he grew up there. So the worst state, he, the worst state of him. The best state in the whole U.S. today. But so, Ricky, he wouldn't be called light skin. He would be called red bone. So just that's first and foremost, he's red bone. And secondly, uh, One second, you say red what? is a loser. He is uh, like the affirmative action of NASCAR. Um, his career sucks and just like when Jesse Smollett was about to get fired from his show, just like when uh, Colin Kaepernick was about to get uh, let go from his contract, boom, racism. So, Bob Wallace is 21, 21 out of 49. He's never, ever, ever been in the top five, um, and he's never won anything. <laughs> so... He uh, is um, not good at his job. <laughs> so there, Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Uh, first of all, Lisa, ain't no man calling another man Red Bull. That, 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 is, that is a man calls a female who is light-skinned Red Bull. But we, we don't call another man. Hey, look at that Red Bull guy. No, we don't say that. He's light-skinned. Okay, no, then he's from. He grew up in North Carolina, so then he would be light skinned. Thank you. Get it right, 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 right. He'd be light skinned. No, he no, light skinned. Skin. That boy light skinned. That boy light skinned. That boy light skinned. Light skinned. We ain't going. 
It's like skinned it. Yeah, but we're not calling them red bone. Just let just let okay. that be known. But Ain't don't no say man. like skin. It's like skinned it. <laughs> that man light skinned. He likes like skinned it. Like skinned. Oh wait, you so somebody from North Carolina is gonna argue um prop on um, proper vernacular to me. You was about to call uh, a man, you was about to call a man red bone. You better go on with that shit. Yeah. Red bone. But it would be like I said. In North Carolina, you have to speak the language, okay? Don't be offensive with your proper, you know, pronunciation. <laughs> like, skinned it. It's like, skinned it. Oh, my God. Okay? So, this guy is a little better. He's a little better than the other guy who quit uh, about a week ago. Uh, I guess he was like 30-something out of 40. Uh, but definitely, uh, he, he, he fits... It, it seems like I said this, this is seeming it, this little this little pattern of we're not doing too well. Uh, let, let's go ahead and lean on Black Lives Matter. This is gonna hurt us or hurt the black community more, or the black and brown community more than anything else. So, uh, Mr. Smollett, uh, Bubba Smollett, he need to. Need to go on and get his light skin, his light skin ass out of here. As you guys can light see, skin parts. as you guys can see, this is this is what I'm saying. You know, uh, so as you guys can see on the screen, the actual the actual mm -hmm. rope in question. You know, and the FBI just concluded that uh, that this this kind of ropes, you know, because they use that just to hand they, they can pull their doors down in the in case of rain or sun. They bring him down and they can adjust it, you know, halfway, three quarters, whatever, because you want ventilation, you know, when you have a vehicle running there. So that's 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 the kind of nut that these guys, uh, uh, you know, came up with, you know, to help, you know, with the doors. So if the FBI, if the FBI concluded, came to the conclusion after watching just a couple of videos uh, of the uh, surveillance that this kind of nuts being there since 2019, we are in 2020 already, almost 2021. Uh, I mean, when 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 they came to uh, to the conclusion, hey, this is what these guys are complaining about. They should be like, no, that's this is. I mean, it's been there the whole time, you know, because it's their garage. It's it's a place where they go in and out. They know. They just tell me you got you can. It's it's like if I, I come to, I come to my house and oh this you know this uh this is a doorknob doesn't look like the doorknob in my house you know. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, uh, confused. You know, this doorknob is kind of, it's the same thing. You know, it's like mechanics. You know, the mechanic. Um, these are not my tools. This is not my toolbox. You know, oh, that that tool right there it looks different. That's that's what I'm trying to say. There is, it was uh, the whole thing was a political stunt. It was, uh, you know, a PR stunt. Uh, I am more, I am more concerned with with uh, with the amount of FBI uh, agents. That they send 15 FBI agents to check on a rope, you know. They by the next day they have the conclusion. I mean, how about how about when we're talking about Black Lives Matters? Uh, uh, do are, did, are they sending 15 FBI agents to every case that they find? No, they don't care. That's that's for you guys. That's for you guys if you're watching. Wake up, wake up. They don't care. They don't care. It's coming November the third. It's coming. Now they're caring about Black Lives Matters and, and, and all you guys' uh, attention. They care about they care about your uh, your uh, your participation in this uh, uh, in this electoral uh, vote. 
instead of looking at of, of, uh, uh, of people that are, are kneeling with you uh, in Congress, you know, take a look at those people that are actually passing law and reform to make sure that you are getting what you deserve, like education, employments, jobs, you know, things like that. That's what that's what I have to say. They were very uh, they were very vocal about saying they said 15 to show yeah. Oh, yeah. to show that hey, we care. We care, guys. 15. Here we go. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. Well, and here's another thing is uh, Bubba. He is a country boy. He's a good old country boy. And what people need to understand is like, I understand the sim symbolism of a news, but it is just a really good not that that um the way that it's tied is good for pulling and towing i'm not joking so it's it's you it actually is used in everyday life if you're a country person lisa not not for hanging no 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 i mean no there there are many different no i'm being serious there are many different types of knots and they are used for various different things this is very good for pulling and towing Oh my gosh, Lisa! I understand, and I've I've look. I was a Cub Scout. I, I you know I went to like I said I went to Pre Ranger. They teach you how to tie a couple of different knots and all that stuff. Yes, okay, you're you're absolutely right. But did you learn this, how to tie a noose? Uh, oh my gosh, they didn't call it a noose. <laughs> I know, I know, it's called something else. You 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 are right. It is called something else. But uh, but but that's what it but that's what it's for. And he's yeah. a he's a country boy, so he would he would recognize that. I don't I don't know why he tripped like so, that. Like so did he, he probably have up? seen it a thousand times. Did he bring this up like recently? He was like, Hey, there's a noose in my garage that has been there for about a year. No, it wasn't like that. The the whole uh, thing the whole this thing is just at Talladega, so they go from track to track. Yeah, so so what happened is that somebody saw the uh the the knot uh, the piece of rope hanging from from the uh, uh, from the probably somebody new to the team or to the uh, uh, or to the event, and they were like, "Hey, racism!" They pretty much I, I I believe that I mean because Boba did say the whole time he was like, "I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it," and then they they start pushing this narrative, you know. Then NASCAR got out, got behind that, you know, like, "Oh, we need to cover this up, we need to investigate." Then you got the FBI, you know, then. Bubba is is being is being uh, uh is being uh parade you know he got he let me tell you something he got a better parade well no I think George Floyd you know, never mind uh oh, I was about to say something you know uh, don't don't trip on the deflated balloons now but you gotta see right here you gotta see the uh, the deflated balloons I mean <laughs> we're not talking about we're not talking about Joe Smo we're talking about NASCAR guys you know all, all these guys are millionaires you know they have he. Bubba Wallace has Wallace, yeah, yeah. He got he got a parade with. I don't. There's probably three trillion dollars, you know, based on worthy money, you know, of people right here. So it's crazy. But yes, from the beginning he didn't saw the news, the uh, the not, uh, and then uh, it wasn't until the end that he was like, after the FBI find out, they say, yeah, that's just been there since 2009, uh, and this is what they're using it for. So 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. So why is he crying? He 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 got out the the car and start crying. I think I think I think probably he got emotional based on the uh, based on uh, based on the support that he was getting from from the uh, from the community. I think I don't think what? that 
I don't think that he was 100%. Uh, uh, I don't think that he had realized 100% what, what was happening, you know? Because, <laughs> well, you got to see that the FBI, if the FBI is, is doing the investigation, they're not going to release any information until they release their report to the public. That's when everybody gets the investi uh, the, the details. So uh, I, I don't blame him, for real. I don't blame him. I think they, I, we need to blame uh, NASCAR and we need to blame the system, but not the individual. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still calling him... Uh, Bubba Smollett, so. Bubba Smollett, yeah. Do you guys think that uh, they'll throw the race and let him win? One more time? If they're going to throw the race. Think, yeah, do you guys think that they'll they'll throw the race and let him win? Uh, you know, I. that's possible, you know? That is definitely possible. That is if possible. If they throw that race <laughs> and let Bubba Smollett win. That is possible. I might become a NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah, that is possible. Do you know how much money I can make? I'm like, hold up. I'm black. I'm not from here, but I'm black. You're and you're blacker than he is. Uh, right. I'm I'm darker <laughs> complected. Okay. I I'm not a red bone. Don't call me red bone. Red bone, red bone. Okay. Yeah. yeah don't call me red bone. But yeah, that if if they let him win, I know a lot of I know a lot of people. Especially in the hood, that's going to become a NASCAR driver. Yeah, I don't think. I don't just think. Remember, he's he's never even made it to the top five before. You so know, if all of a sudden he's in the top five all the time. I'm calling suspect. Yeah, that's hey, that's 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 the thing. That's the thing. I mean, because in NASCAR, it's like F1. It's about it's about how you qualify. This is how this is how they can they can they can you know figure this out. If during qualifications he end up at the top of the of the race you know after qualification everybody's doing three minutes and he's doing 222 you know out of the southern his cars are fastest you know and then uh uh and then he goes in, into the into the race and then all the oh you know he goes they everybody takes the uh takes the uh the, the green checker because you got to take the green checker and then you do one lap and everybody returns to their uh to their uh, uh garage the pit. Yeah. yeah to the pit and he does, I don't know how many laps, he can win the, uh, uh, if, I mean, that would be stupid. I'm telling you. People would be pissed. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Bro. NASCAR, black NASCAR drivers matter. That's what, uh, oh, boy. that's what heavy, that's what heavy, heavy forces. Oh, boy. <laughs> black NASCAR drivers matter, baby. This I will cool. say the sport is, um, it's boring to watch on TV, but it's exciting there. My parents, so... My parents are bougie, so they can only go like I guess it's an area just before the pit or at the pit, somewhere really super close. <laughs> so that's how they go. Um, and they said it was very exhilarating. Um, my aunt is actually a NASCAR fan, so there are plenty of Black people that do enjoy the sport. Um, I think it's like baseball. You have to be there to watch it. Can't watch it on TV. Well, let's go. Let's let's move to something else, guys. You know, Diesel, you sent me today some information about uh, virus case. You know, vir virus cases uh, uh, in Texas that are sorry, man. What's going on in Texas? You know, uh, we definitely need to know. Uh, I, I, I saw this article from the news. Uh, yep. You got the, uh, uh, you know, they're talking about the coronavirus outbreak. You know, uh, you know, 
take the mic, man. Guide us, guide us through what's going on in Texas. So I, know, I do know there's a lot of more testing going on in Texas, uh, the VA, the, the hospitals nearby. Um, I don't want to say this is like people already had it and now they're just getting tested for it. And that's what's skewing the numbers. Um, but something is definitely awry here uh, because I was told that the that the virus doesn't like heat. Oh and it has been hot. These police attacks like Mupartito Eo America folded hands. Three, 104 degrees. Um, but people are still testing positive for these things. So I don't really know what's happening. Um, but like I said, it's affecting my 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 day to day operations. It's affecting you know the dang on children being around here, you know. So something needs to be done. <laughs> something needs to be done. I need my sanity back. So, you know how 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 uh, how much of a, of a, of an of a issue you know is is this? You know, I saw I saw a video you posted the other day. You were in San Antonio. Uh, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, you know, you were having fun with the family, you know, and then, uh, you know, when, when, when you, uh, I think you were on the Riverwalk, which is a very popular place in San Antonio, you know, what, what is the, uh, what is the, uh, um, the, um, the ambient, How, what is the, um, yeah, the, the ambience. Yeah. 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 Um, around there, you know, with, with, with what's going on. So you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. Uh, you know, they won't serve you. Uh, they, you know, uh, they're kind of, they're kind of still uh, like for the children. Um, they're they're not really saying it's mandatory, but I did see some signs saying if they're ten and below, no, ten and above, that they have to wear a mask. Uh, it's mandatory now. Uh, spacing, uh, we don't get to really space with each other. Uh, so I mean, not get to space. I mean, we have to space with each other. So. One family's on this side, the other family's on this side, uh, the other family's over on the right-hand side, and, you know, uh, that's all you can fit on the boat. Um, and it's just weird being in, a, in, a, in an environment where everyone's looking at everyone else as a, a biological weapon, you know, a threat. Uh, you know, if you sneeze because you got allergies, which I suffer from allergies, I kind of got to go into the, the the alley and take a sneeze real quick because people are going to think I had the Rona, you know? So, uh, that, that's, that's, that's evident. Um, and I'm kind of mindful too, because I like to partake in my spirits, you know, drink my little alcoholic beverages and stuff. And now I'm like, uh, should I, because I need to keep my immune system all the way up there, you know? <laughs> I can't have anything knocking it down just a little bit. So it, it's just it's just uh it's it's just weird interacting with people. So and then you got food. You got a lot of you got a a, a lot of restaurants on the river walk. And uh people are taking chances to go in there, but you know, I'm not gonna take that chance right now. I, I still feel up in the air about sitting in the restaurant. Uh, I was sitting in the restaurant probably two weeks ago when we were given the okay, like everything is clear and everything, but now they're saying it's coming back. So I'm like, dang, my mindset is like, 
nothing really changed. But in my mind, I'm thinking something changed. So now I'm scared to go into the same restaurant I was there a day ago. Knowing that they're cleaning, they're doing everything correct, but I'm still scared. So that that's just something that, you know, I have to work on and having children and all that stuff, making sure their little crubby, you know, little grubby hands are clean because they like to touch everything, you know, so. Lisa, what do you think about that? Carbon dioxide exposure effects. If it's a combined mixture of 30% carbon dioxide with 70% oxygen for 30 seconds, unconsciousness with some subjects having seizures that were characterized as cerebral, not no cerebral functioning. And that's some, that's some good points, you know. Uh, um, but uh, I don't I don't know how I don't know how uh, how um, how really this is going to affect us, you know, uh, this, uh, this carbon dioxide. I know that the body needs oxygen and we expel carbon dioxide and we must expel it for a reason. <laughs> so I, wearing the mask for prolonged periods of time, um, to me, that would have me worried more than the coronavirus. I'm not a doctor, not a scientist. I'm just trying to be logical. That's 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 a good point. You know, that's uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I just I don't want I don't even want to get on it because you know we uh we we wear the mask. <laughs> I wear the mask all the time. You know, it's uh, uh it's it's one of those things, man. Uh, uh that uh that we go through. You know, um. And I have to use it at work all the time. So, guys, yeah, all masks don't have carbon. The little carbon filters, right? No, the, the carbon dioxide is. Correct. Most people wear. Are you talking about breathing back up? That's right. You do. You do want the ones with the filter, but most people are not wearing them. They're wearing the either cloth or um, the. The surgical style ones, oh, those are the ones that are just collecting have the carbon a drink dioxide. Have on me, folks. Back in. <laughs> that's what most people are wearing because that's what's available and that's what's cheapest. Hey, thank you, Heavy Waters, for that donation, man. We appreciate that. Uh, American. He wants, us, he wants us to have a drink, man. AFB, thank you drink. so much, man. Appreciate that. Coffee? Coffee, yeah. You know what? It's uh, uh, it's freaking much. It's what today? It's uh, Wednesday, yeah? Wednesday, man. Wow, it's Wednesday. I was thinking it was Monday, man. It's Wednesday. Damn, that's Monday, good. We were talking about Trump. We talked about Trump and his uh, his rally. He's rallying to us already, you know. And let me tell you something. Great outcome, by the way. Great outcome. <laughs> but guys, the, the topic of this, the topic of this video is is America racist? Okay. We talk about we talk about Bubba Wallace. Okay, Redbone. We're talking about uh, we're talking about coronavirus. Is the coronavirus racist? You know. Let me tell you because. More, more, more minorities are dying from coronavirus than anybody else. You know, hey, hey, hey change my mind. I think the coronavirus uh, uh, is 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 a is a biological weapon. You know, and this is what I think that we need to take serious. You know, the next the next person that we're going to elect to office because I don't think that I don't think that Biden 
I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple months ago, I saw President Trump go to, uh, for some of you guys that don't know, uh, uh, President Trump went to South Korea, okay? He met with the president over there, okay? And then he started walking towards North Korea. You know, everything was planned already, but he started walking. And then guess what? Out of, out of those, uh, uh, out of that, out of that building, Kim Jong Un, you know, uh, uh, vehicle. By the way, I think this guy is dead because he hasn't shown his face for a minute. You know, his vehicle start start running down the street, and then he's, you know, they they, they park the car. He start walking towards South Korea, and they met on that line, on the dotted line, man. They met, they shake hands. You know, President Trump put food, uh, food into North Korea. You know, any which president have done that before? You know. I don't think I don't think that if we put Biden on power, I don't think if Biden earns, because that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, guys. Uh, Biden, you know, he screwed up. As soon as he said, as soon as he went out there and said, "Hey, you ain't black if you," uh, because when he talks, when he says black, he also they also talk. They it's like a mind game, you know. They also talk about brown people, you know, Hispanics, you know, Latinos. When they say, "Hey, if you ain't vote for me, you ain't black," you know, we're like. We're looking at, you know, and there's a lot of people that I saw on social media like, yeah, yeah, we got to vote for Biden, you know, because, you know, people were like, I don't care what he's saying. We got to vote for him. And in reality, what I'm telling my, 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 my people out there is don't just vote for somebody because, because you're supposed to, because, because the system tells you that you need to vote Democrat. Don't, don't, uh, don't vote for somebody just because your family votes for it, you know, because as a kid, as a kid, you were, grow, uh, you were raised to vote for them. You need to find Who's going to give you something back? Okay. And again, this is the second time I say today. Less jobs. Uh, uh, more jobs. Less unemployment. Better stock market. Better 401ks. Uh, for minorities, you know. And then he is going to select, like I, say, like I said before, he's going to select a judge to the Supreme Court. And he's going to beat Barack Obama when he selects gosh you're always killing off Ruth Bader Ginsburg she, she's going every, down every show she's going down I'm telling you he's gonna put he's gonna put he's gonna get the uh the joker car he's gonna come with uh you know with a wild car you know he's gonna get a a a a, a black American to the supreme court and that's gonna be that's gonna be the biggest and I will think I will think I will take it as the biggest uh 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 sign that he's taking uh, black and brown lives into consideration. If he gets a black uh, American to the Supreme Court, that would be because I mean they have they have difference of opinions in in the in the Supreme Court, you know, left and right. Uh, but what they don't have on the Supreme on the Supreme Court is a balance of uh, of ethnicities. You know, I think that they need to. They got Hispanics. They got whites. They got. Uh, I think they have two. No one. Um, uh, african-american josh is that correct or two i think they only have one so i think they should have another one you know they should have another one so uh so let's move on from this coronavirus guys because i'm telling you guys uh if texas is doing bad uh i gotta tell you that arizona is is doing worse you know we have we are the epicenter of uh, uh coronavirus in the uh, uh in the west coast by population uh, it, and it's and it's it's, it's not it's not sitting right, you know. We we gotta we gotta figure it out. What are we doing wrong uh, to help this? But uh, Lisa, 
as early you brought this video earlier today and you wanted to show uh this video so uh let's see what we got right here as early as 1928 the communists declared that the racial differences among our people constituted the weakest and most vulnerable point in our social fabric by constantly probing and straining at this one spot they calculated that eventually the cloth could be torn apart and that Americans could be divided, weakened, yeah, and perhaps even yeah. set against okay. each other in open combat. We mustn't kid ourselves into thinking that the communists have placed their agitators only into the black communities. They're working both sides of the street. They want hatred, violence, and bloodshed between the races, and they don't care how they get it or whom they use, even children if necessary. Here is a book that I think ought to be in every home library. It's entitled Color, Communism, and Common Sense by Manning Johnson. He joined the party. I want, I want to ask you something, Lisa, real quick. What is this book about? So the book I have not read, but this, the individual that's um, speaking, his name is uh, G. Edward Griffin. And I never heard of, heard of him prior to, what was it, yesterday or day before yesterday when I sent you the link. Um, <laughs> of, Apparently, him and I actually align ideology, ideologically um, greatly. Um, everything that I tend to spout, he said it like <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> um, and I, I just, I've never heard of him. But, um, but this video, he's trying to explain how... Um, in the future, and again, this is black and white, so obviously that was reported a long time ago, but in the future, the Communist Party, the Marxists, were going to, uh, you know, divide America by race. And, well, right now we are in a highly flammable racial situation here in America. And I, I sent you another clip of Black Lives Matter, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, um, basically confirming that they are trained Marxists. So this information we've had all, all along, and so I'm hoping by sharing this knowledge that um, people realize how manipulated that, that they're being. And same with, well, actually, white people, too, considering that they're out here um, acting a fool. <laughs> kneeling for cameramen apologizing for things they had nothing to do with and kissing butt right. so yes this um, is not the America I grew up in we all got along what did uh, China really in put in this virus Rocky stimulus and it's been in the playbook the whole time and nobody knew do you have that second video I'm playing it for you right now So I got people on the chat, guys. I got people on the chat. I got people on Instagram. I got people on Twitter telling me, hey, we're watching this, uh, 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 you know, on, the, on different social media. So don't forget, guys, if you're watching this, uh, go to YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Click the notification bell so we can, uh, uh, so we can, uh, uh, you know, every time we put a video, you'll be able to see it. AFB, once again, thank you so much, man, for your donations. And then he's saying, this is not the America I grew up in. We all got along. What did China really put in these virus racist stimulants, you know? I'm going to tell you, 
I don't, I don't know what they put, but I tell you that Trump put a, a $1,200 to every American uh, pockets, you know? That uh, man said racist stimulus. <laughs> that was good, bro. Yeah, I like that. Racist oh. stimulus. So, I think it's at like 51 seconds. I put the seconds in the thing for you. The 125? Yeah, I put like where to queue it up at. Okay. Uh, I'll put every two one. Something like that. Gotcha. So let's listen to the uh, let's listen to the to that clip. Thank you again, guys, for the donations. Kinds of again loving criticisms. Um, I think that the criticism is helpful. Um, I also think that it might. Um, I think of a lot of things. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia, in particular, are trained organizers. Um, we. Uh, are trained Marxists. Um, we are uh, super uh, versed um, on sort of ideological theories. He was Wait a second. She just, she just, she just said right here that she is a trained Marxist. Does uh, mm -hmm. this means that that she uh, uh, she uses that? I mean, I got to tell you guys, it's like a tool bag, you know. You know, in your life, you have a tool bag, you know, that, that's how we call it in the military. The more you learn, the more you pull in your tool bags, and then the, the more well-versed that you get, the more smart that you get, you use, you use everything that you know. I mean, does, is she saying that this is what they're using to define the Black Lives Matter movement? Yes. Which, if you accompany her statement, her acknowledgement, with the first video of this guy, this from way back in the day when it was black and white TV, telling you exactly what was going to happen, is like mind blowing. And I, I wish somebody could make a commercial or a video like lumping the two and like just playing on uh, BET and MTV on a loop. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, does does I mean? My question is: Are these kind of news? Are these kind of uh, uh, you know um, information is getting to the people that are donating? The poor people. Let's talk about the the poor people of Louisiana, okay? Because uh, uh, Louisiana is a place that I have you know you know dearly in my heart. You know, after Katrina, this is this is this is the organization that the poor people of Louisiana send. Uh, in order for them to to in you know parenthesis you know uh, uh, help their cause help the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the black American movement when in reality they just don't they don't care you know I'm I'm telling you you know who's getting this money George Soros you know who's getting this money Joe Biden you know who's getting this money uh, uh, what's the name of the uh, the older guy the, the very old guy who's a uh, communist Bernie Sanders oh Jesus Christ Wait. I mean. I mean, Did you say Bernie, Bernie Sanders? Sanders. He's a communist, you know. This is the same guy who's, oh, yeah. who's criticizing Joe Biden the whole time, telling him you're racist, you're you're this, you're that, you're bad for America. And then as soon as he loses, uh, he loses the vote, he's like, "Oh yeah, we support you." You know, you are the best for America. I don't get it. Diesel, what do you think about uh, these comments on uh, on uh, Patrice Coolers, co-founder Black Lives Matters? Yeah, so she should do a little bit more. If uh, 
does she believe that being a Marx Marxist is wrong? That's what I'm asking. If she don't believe it's being wrong, then then I, I, I was she just bringing this to our attention, or you know, does she? I don't really get it, you know. Because no, it, this it, was an interview. This was an interview, and she and and the guy was asking her, um, you know, how how will you be effective? Like, what's your plan? And she said that they, they are trained organizers and they are trained Marxists. Okay. And if again, if that alone, okay, what's he do? But if you take that first video from back in the day when the guy was saying the Marxists were going to in the future, divide America um, using race as a tool. The, his video goes on and on. Basically, he's saying that that's how the Marxists are going to destroy it. Which, where, have, where else have we heard that? Did we hear that on the show? And did it come out of my mouth? Uh, <laughs> no, it did not come out your mouth. Uh... Because I mean, we've been talking about this since uh, since a long time ago. We were talking about the the Wesley Lynch. No, you guys don't believe that America is, you know, Doomsville, and I keep telling you, it's over. <laughs> it's a wrap. So even if Trump gets reelected, is it a wrap? Yes. It won't matter who. It's just the who will determine how quickly the end will come. But the end is the end is the end. And and when I say the end, it doesn't mean that we can't be like the phoenix and rise from the flames. Um, it's just how we're gonna do that. Are we gonna come out of the fire as one? I don't think so. Are we going to come out of the fire as what I think, three separate countries? That's what I think. Or are we going to um, come out speaking, I don't know, Chinese because a foreign entity has uh, taken over while we were at our most home? This is crazy. It's not guys. a doomsday pro- prophecy. I'm not talking about the end of the world. I'm just talking about the end of our. I mean, it sounds like you are a writer for a DC universe or one of these Marvel universes, and you're you're <laughs> you sound like uh like uh what, what about evil ink comics? <laughs> evil ink comics. It definitely yeah. sound it definitely sounds like uh what's his name? Doomsday is about to come down here and wreck shop. And uh, I you know what I think this Marcus. Marx, Marxist system would have probably prevailed if we didn't have so many young free thinkers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think now racist, racist. Well, I mean, that's what they prey on. That that's what they prey on. Karl Marx, from the very beginning, Karl Marx himself. That's what he preys on. The free thinkers. The youth. The youth. I already told you, it's the youth 
that always, always starts the uprising, the revolution. It's always the youth. They pray and manipulate the youth. That is classic, um, your, your country about to be over scenario. Pick any country. <laughs> it's always the youth. Yeah. Okay, guys, you know, we, we've been talking about, we've been talking about, you know, a couple of things, you know, I want to bring something that just popped up on my, uh, you know, got sent to me by one of my, uh, got sent to us by one of our viewers, guys. It's talking about ACT Blue, ACT Blue. Uh, so we know that this is uh, one of the uh, uh, companies that we use to send money to Black Lives Matters. Is that, is that, is that a fact? Liesl, can you, uh, can you attest to that? Um, and and this, uh, Lisa, can you, uh, can you attest to that? So, so Act Blue is uh, is is been popping up in a bunch of uh, different uh, uh, democratic um, politicians' websites, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, and I want to show you something right here for you guys to see that many people that funds or uh, uh, gives donations to the uh, Act Blue cause. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's through the flow of the Black Lives Matters donation. Okay. But you got a spreadsheet. You, I, you got a, you got a thing where they show I where do. the money's coming from. I do. So uh, so looks like they were using about. They have to help. They using about two million in rent. You know, uh, about about let me see. Campaign expenses. Ca campaign for them expenses about uh, ninety thousand. Uh, contributions to federal candidates about one trillion dollars, and uh, wow, they spend about uh, fifty million in salaries. But then I'm gonna show you who are the top recipients of this uh, of this uh, of these campaigns. Okay, and this is for 2020. Uh, Bernie Sanders with 186 million dollars that's in donations that's that's big man i'm telling you these people are getting front seat at the white house uh biden for president 119 million dollars elizabeth warren 93 and, and we go pete for america you know uh amy for america friends of your andrew i don't see i don't see nobody i mean do do you see somebody that matters to you right here how far down are the black people? I'm just curious. I know, no, no. We 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 still on 29 million. Number 10 is our, uh, Amy McGrath for Senate. She gets uh, she got 29 million. Uh, it, it, yeah, we, we we don't get in that. You know, hundred thousand. We don't we don't. Yeah, it's like number seven thousand five hundred. You know, it's gonna be crazy. So uh, no, I think all of them are white. So black people didn't even make it to the top ten of the list. Well, no, Elizabeth Warren is mixed. She is uh, half Indian, half uh, American. <laughs> yeah, she's mixed with Caucasian and BS. Pete, Pete, is, <laughs> Pete is Mexican. Pete for America's with Mexican. Oh, that's why he thought. Um, I don't know, guys. This is uh, this is uh, Act Blue. This is where your money is going. So, I'm telling you, man. I I don't I don't give money to a cause unless I am 100% sure. 100% sure this one is going to the right to the right place. Hey, Heavy Waters, uh, the uh, the email is freaky265.gmail.com. I sent it to you right, right now. Give me just one second. I need to be so, on this list right here, man. 
Well, I mean, they did give to one person of color, Andrew Yang. And by the way, Andrew Yang was the only Democrat that I was entertaining. Um, Not as president. I just liked some of the things that he talked about. And I like the way that he handled himself and portrayed himself. Um, But he wasn't president material. He was cabinet material. He wasn't presidential? I mean, look at Trump. He's not presidential at all. No, no. I meant um, he's not... Because there's more to being a president than just economics. (laughs) So so he was... I didn't see him well-suited for the other stuff that that adversarial stuff like i i don't see him like punching iran in the face or something you know um but um i out of all of the democratic candidates i i did fancy him um so they but it's so black lives matter did donate to one person of color and i believe andrew yang is is he a Chinese American? He's Asian. Yeah, he's Asian. Yeah. I well Yang is uh that's a Chinese surname, right? So you know, the communists voted for someone of communist ancestry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just but um, yeah, I mean, there was there was a few black candidates, um, and then Kamala Harris. She's half, uh, but she's still a person of color because the other half is, you know, East Indian. So I don't know why none of the people of color made it to the top ten of the Black Lives Matter money. I'm wow. curious. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a couple, uh, I'm going to put something here. Go ahead, Diesel. You know, I'm quiet. You know, I don't believe it. Uh, This is crap. This is a whole whole bunch of BS for me right now. This is, this is definitely a hundred percent like, you know, if this needs to be televised, so I'm happy we're actually doing this. So, I mean, there's, there's from. There's there's a little people that that uh, we need to need to show them what's what's going on, man. Uh, give, I'm gonna show you something. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn the tables a little bit, you know. We're gonna turn the tables a little bit. I want to show you guys something here uh, uh, on Jeremy Christian. Okay, this guy got sent into life without parole for maximum for max stabbings. Okay, uh, I'm gonna put this right here real quick. One of my friends who uh, who has uh, different views. From uh, from our views, uh, posted this right here. Uh, let me put the let me put her. Where is she? Testimony, and then uh, okay, brother. So this this Black Lives Matter uh, this money does it? The, do the candidates or whoever received the money, the donation, they keep it? The uh, they they use it. Now, just 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 think about it. Just think about it. This is this is what uh, so they receive the money, okay? They have to file, you know, taxes because this is this is an organization, you know, it's a pro, it's a nonprofit organization giving money to another nonprofit organization, 
uh, which is Biden 2020 or Bernie Sanders. So at the end of the day, let's say that they're going to buy, they're going to buy pencils. So this pencil will cost me at Walmart 20 cents. Okay. But then what they're going to do is they're going to get somebody from a company who's going to provide all the pencils to the campaign. Okay. And that individual is going to, is going to, is going to tell the, uh, the campaign, we're going to sell you pencils and we only going to sell pencils to you. But in order for me to do that, you have to pay $10 a pencil. Can you do that? And as soon as you say yes, and, and of course that's what they do. They sign yes. So I, I send you, I sell you $10 million in pencils. Yeah. And then, you know, it's crazy amount of money. Yeah. So the profit. So that company now has a profit margin of what, whatever, you know, 3 million percent over, you know, but guess what? Now you need to remember that when I need you, I need you. Now, and this is money that is 100% legal. This money is going to the bank. This is going. To, this money is going. That's why. That's why some CEOs get those. Uh, uh, oh, I got a bonus for 25 million. Yeah, you're selling. You're selling pencils at 10 dollars. You know. Yeah, keep going. You know. And that's why we're thinking. Of, that's why we're thinking about a, how we taxing these corporations. Why? Which corporations get real tax benefits? You know. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So to me, that sounds like a drug deal, man. That, and, we, and we agree. And we agree. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds like a drug deal. Okay. Because you're paying, you're actually paying for favors. Is that what it is? Is that bribing? Bribing? Welcome to politics. Oh, look at that, ladies. Okay. You know, hey, Diesel, you can call to the chat room 520 261 7246. Let me let me play this uh, this clip right here because, I, I mean, uh, people is, are not giving. Uh, 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 this kind of uh, information out there. So this is coming from. Uh, so what happened in this news? Pretty much, this uh, this uh, convicted murderer Jeremy Christian is sentenced to life for for a bunch of stabbings. Okay, and then I want you guys to hear this uh, uh, this testimony right here. And ultimately, take two lives that he never had a hand in creating, while almost taking a third and being in his path as he fled the scene. Under those contexts, every victim or every human in that car was a victim, except of course him. Every person who this terror was aimed at, black passing people and any white passing people who side with them, who saw this video on social media or the internet was a victim. Because the messaging is and has been clear for centuries it is simply adapted to human and technological evolution. But I ultimately understood and agreed. I struggled a bit with sleeping prior to this, but not to the extent that my sleep patterns have been disrupted since these senseless acts of terrorism and murder. More than three years ago, I fall asleep later in the evening or morning, Hope that I get enough sleep uh, to function and get up for work or to take a class or whatever I have to do that day. My lack of sleep has affected my ability to bring my best self and do my best in all phases of my life. And again, you know, this video is going to continue here where this guy is going to, he's going to pretty much tell you, you know, it's from the same case uh, that we're talking about, the German Christian case where, where this, uh, chain of events you know 
pretty much, you know, he has incapacitated this guy uh, to the maximum, you know. Uh, the next, the next uh, uh, video, the next, uh, the next one is from uh, another one of the victims witness. System for creating and facilitating people like Jeremy, and then we, the community, have to deal with them. In my case, the white supremacist got special treatment from the police. The police officer Gaskin believed the assault was made by the assailant. He didn't believe me or the two trimester supervisors. The police captured, not killed, a racist white supremacist known to the police, holding the bloody knife he attacked and killed people with while drinking wine from his Gatorade bottle. And to Mr. Jeremy Christian, your mom should have swallowed you. You are a waste of breath. And when you die and go to hell, I hope you rot. See you there, bitch. <laughs> no, hey. Go back but to like, Tennessee, no, too. You, what do I tell go you? Go back to Tennessee, too. You can, we don't want you here. Bye. All your race bait and bullshit. Bye. You ain't gonna be married either, bitch. You ain't gonna be married either, bitch. Bye. You fucking hoes. You fucking hoes. And this is America. And like I said from the beginning, guys, it's America racist. You know, that's the title of this video is America racist. And I got to tell you guys, you know, I know some of you guys are watching, listening to this right now. You'll be like, damn, you know, I mean, I know my uh, my uh, my two compadres right here are catching up to this to this video. So this guy went on a rampage uh, uh, to kill uh, uh, several people by stabbing uh, uh, them uh, while drinking some 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 bullshit wine and then you know this is this is the uh this is his uh his uh sentence hearing okay he got sentenced to life without parole i mean after, after that exit what kind of what, what are you gonna give that individual uh and then he start calling the the uh the female you know this length you know this this foul language uh and you know he's like i should have killed you you know so the question is does this guy represent every white american guy out there i mean does this? No, did you not see his haircut? Okay, I'm. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Shut up. I mean, does this? Does this uh, individual right here is representing uh, every every? And uh, let me say, let me say it this way: is representing every uh, uh, KKK member? Is representing every racist member? You know, because uh, uh, I gotta say to you, and this is crazy. There's 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 racism, and and racism is not is not good anywhere. You know, it's not accepted, it's not tolerated, no word. We don't accept that. We don't tolerate that shit, you know. Uh, um, we don't give space in the, on, the, on the chat for that, for that kind of, like, you know, we, we know how it is. But the question here is, the question here is, is America racist, man? After you see that, what do you think? My inner, my innerdom, uh... This comes from a uh, like a deep a deep rooted problem with me. Uh, so when I see stuff like that, it kind of it's like a flashback to when I was ill treated um, in my in my in my my younger days. It could have been fueled from racism. It could have been fueled from 
you know, just uh, false identity, you know, but the fact that my mind puts a color to a type of people and kind of specifies it and says, you know what, these people are this way, these people are that way. Um, it, it's kind of difficult to not think America's racist um, and not think that people are like him uh, are around and they're just there to do harm to, to black people. Um, when he said what he said, uh, you, you know, your people are tearing America apart. I think that's what he said before he, uh, before he left. It, it's hard for me to, to, like I said, it's hard for me not to think that majority of white people think this way and uh, they have to prove to me that they don't. And I know it sounds horrible, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Lisa? Well, um, based on what you just said, it sounds like that you are a prejudiced individual and you are no better than than what you think of white people. That, that's what it sounds like to me after everything that just came out of your mouth. I'm not prejudiced. I just, I just you know, like I'm basing it off of Sorry. Uh, my interactions. Uh, and uh, I, I could be a victim to the media because, uh, like I said, I was a victim to voting a type of way just because they were black. You know what I'm saying? But they had no, like, Democratic, just voting Democrat because that's how I was raised. So when I have conversations, it's good to have these conversations because it changes my viewpoint. And I do see people for what they are, and especially being in the military and deploying. Um, I tend to cherish life a lot better, and I see that it's not a race thing majority of the time. It's more of a power struggle. It's, it's, you know, hey, this person wants power over another person. And it's more of an evil versus good thing. Uh, but once again, from what I'm seeing right there, um, first, you know, she was wrong talking about your mother should have swallowed you. All right, dog, I understand you upset, whatever. But I need more information. Was this a racially, uh, a racially triggered event? Like, was this guy just trying to go out and kill black people? And then Ips. I, I can give Ips. it to you. So he was, this, this guy's from Portland, okay? Portland, Oregon. He was in a train and he got called, uh, calling slurs to two females, okay? Um, Destiny Magnum and Walia Mohammed, okay? Uh, he was confronted for shouting racist and anti Muslim slurs at two teenage black girls, okay? On a max light rail train in portland oregon so and then that's what the stabbing happened he uh killed two people injured one another uh third individual um i mean this is uh this was uh very crazy and this happened in uh may 26 2017 we're still talking about it man well i mean we also had that church shooting you know the 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 young right. boy shot you know shot up that church and i want to say was it in north carolina south, or south carolina. carolina and like I said, maybe I'm a victim to media, 
But, you know, immediately they're saying, well, they didn't kill him. You know, he shot up everybody. They didn't kill him. He's still alive. Uh, right. But then we, but then they go from that to the extreme. George Floyd is dead. You know, for for a, a false twenty dollar bill. So I understand I could be a victim to media, but when are we ever going to just put the, the 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 facts in front of us and say certain races are treated differently when it comes to right when it comes to law enforcement? I disagree with that because I've had interaction with law enforcement and I don't think that I was treated any differently. And in fact, I, as I stated before, the only time that I have ever been treated differently because of the color of my skin was by darker skinned black females. Right. That's the only time I've ever been treated differently because of the color of my skin. So I, I just did not have that experience. And with the guy on the train, he, he was intoxicated and he started stabbing people. Um, Correct. I don't know if you know anything about criminology or anything like that, but stabbing is hardcore. It, it's personal. way it's worse personal. than shooting. Right. Yeah, so personal. to me, I, I would not put it past this guy from having some sort of uh, psychosis to just do just ra- randomly do that. Like you don't have a beef with these people. You don't know these people. You're drinking on a train out of a Gatorade bottle. You just whip out a knife and start stabbing people. I wouldn't put it past him to have some sort of psychosis. And just like the kid in South Carolina. I mean, I'm not saying it excuses. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It don't sounds- get me wrong. No, it does not mean it excuses anything. Um, so, there, there is breaking the law. There is sentencing. Well, I'm sorry, breaking the law and then mitigators and then sentencing. So, for someone who is suffering from a psychosis, yes, you should go to jail, but maybe not as lo- not as long as someone who committed a racially motivated crime in their right mind. Like this is their life. Like, I'm in the KKK, it's Friday night, I'm going to kill some black <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's different. Uh, there's not a mitigator there. That's their lifestyle. Um, what, so, if, what if, what if, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say the, the best example to me um, of mitigators uh, that were not utilized would be the Mendez brothers. Uh, they both got life sentencing, even though they, they killed their parents as a, as a means to escape. They were both uh, mentally abused by their mom, physically abused by their dad, and they got life sentencing. And, it, and I, I do agree that there should be a punishment, but I totally disagree with life without parole. Um, they, were, they were very young, um, and they probably – and actually, since the parents isolated them, they actually didn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean that's a different that's a different story. From I think I think we should stay focused on on this guy. Well, I'm just giving you an example of where mitigators should be used in the sentencing phase. Okay, I do understand because I do understand people claim you know insanity and all that stuff. Uh, 
But literally, we're, we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the guy, the 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 murderer. He went into the church and shot up everybody. Uh, he gets to walk out a lot. Okay, uh, this guy who has a knife in his hand, you know, was bloodied. I think the female that was talking and said that I wish she was swallowed or whatever. She said that when the police came on the scene, they didn't believe her, her or the supervisor that she was the victim, you know? So it's just, and like, I've, I've seen that. So I can only speak on that because I've seen that. I've seen where you come onto the scene and you get classified and you get, you get singled out and you're like, nah, you can't be the victim. I'm like, whoa. Even even when you go to like uh because I'm a big black, I'm a big black guy. Okay. I'm a big black guy. And if you ever come to a situation, I'm combat, you know, you can see it. It's it's I, I battle, I'm battle worn. But you can see it. Like they, they will approach me and they'll be like, Hold up, hold up, sir, calm down. I'm like, hold up. So I have to keep my calm at a a hundred percent. Because if I show that I'm pissed off in the situation where I was wrong, then the attention comes to me, although I'm the victim. And that's horrible. And I'm saying it's been done before. That's why this, you know, when I'm looking at this and I'm like, yo, that's kind of crazy, man. Because I've gotten pulled over in my friend's uh, Mercedes, right? In his Mercedes. He had a Mercedes. You know, he, he was getting a little money. My friend was, you know, Caucasian. Uh, I was driving the Mercedes, correct? And my friend was in the passenger seat because I was like, hey, how does this Mercedes, you know, how does this handle, baby? You know, I got pulled over and the cop wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the dude in the passenger seat. My white friend asking him if everything is okay. If anything, he was, but he was asking him. He didn't know that he was the owner. He was asking him, is oh. everything okay, sir? And I'm like, sir, you good? Like, did I break any law? It's just because it's a Mercedes. I couldn't hear that. Because it's a what? Just be because it's a Mercedes. It's it's a it's a it could be a Mercedes. Stereotype. Why? Yeah, stereotype. I know, but it's like. But they stereotype. No, no, no. I mean, a Mercedes. But they stereotype the luxury, me regardless. The number one luxury car I see on the side of the road the most. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now that stereotype. Yep. The fact that you don't talk to me, you talk to the passenger of the vehicle and ask him if he's okay. Yeah. As if I'm kidnapping him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna I- inject something here real quick, Diesel and Lisa. Uh, yeah. uh, and we see this on the, we see this on the military sector. You know, on the military sector, you will see this. Uh, uh, and then I want you guys to like get another take. You know, because we're talking about just a vehicle. Yeah, we got it. But in the in the military sector and the Air Force, how many Black American officers, pilots? pilots okay and when i say pilots i'm talking about people that have been to right, uh, right. a naval academy they've been to combat simulation they've been to you know so much you know millions and millions of dollars of training for individual how many of them get asked the question of sir are you a pilot just because the fact that they're black or because of the fact that there's more caucasian pilots than blacks you know that we need to ask ourselves 
that kind of question. It does. There, there's nothing that pisses me off more than uh, some captains that you know in the military, in the army, African Americans again or Black Americans. Uh, they get asked, "Are you a company commander, or are you are you like an XO?" You know, I mean, wh why is that? Because it's because of the color. Uh, I mean, uh, Diesel, you mentioned something very good. You talk about you know being pulled over by the police. Uh, uh, and there's a video right here. There's a, a video. Uh, Lisa, there's anything you want to add to that conversation? Well, I was curious. The officer in Hawaii, what was his ethnicity? Uh, he was a white guy. He was a white guy. I want to say, he, yeah, he was white. He, he wasn't. <laughs> it was nothing else. He was white. He was a white guy. He, he, may have, he may have been in the military and retired in Hawaii yeah. and, then, and joined the uh, Hawaii force, whatever. But uh, he was I was just I was asking because I, I have heard rumors that the the native the Polynesians <laughs> are a little clandish, I would say. Yeah, the locals locals don't like they call white people howlies. Uh, they don't like they don't like white people. They don't like white military people. Um, and they're very uh, I don't want to say clannish. They're very uh, proud of their nation, proud of their 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 country. So. Hey, I, I see. I see the uh, ri uh, Rich comes to the uh, chat room and he's talking about. Have you seen you guys first right amendments audits? Rich, we're gonna talk about that in a second, okay? But first, I want to show you guys a video right here. This is, this happened in Tennessee, guys. Tennessee, on May the twenty third, twenty twenty, couple days ago, okay, couple days ago, uh, not even uh, actually a month, you know, month ago. Uh, having told County Sheriff deputies striking handcuffed black men, okay. I know, guys, you might be thinking where this channel is going. No, we're not going nowhere. Uh, from the beginning, we've been telling you guys that, you know, we see both sides of the coin. So uh, let's, let's roll the video, guys. This whole thing, go, this whole shit goes for four minutes, man. Four minutes, okay? And let me, let me show you where this started right here, okay? This started with this man being handcuffed. This guy is handcuffed. There's no reason, no reason, in no planet, no earth, where, uh, where if uh, three police officers needs to, uh, you know, get this uh, baton. That shit's made out of metal. I got one of them, by the way, you know, that I keep on my car for self-defense. 
I got a license for it. Uh, I got to tell you guys. You have a license for that? Oh, yeah. You got Yeah, FFL. Yeah. Anyway, yes. It's a, it's a deadly weapon. Yeah. So, uh, so these guys handcuff. Why do we need to? I mean, so, uh, so this is what happened. I'm going to tell you the news of these guys, okay? So the, uh, the, the, the Hamilton County District Attorney General asked the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to investigate the possible use of excessive force. So the questions to you guys in the chat room, is this excessive force? And give me, give me, at, least, give me at least two reasons why this is excessive. Uh, uh, the uh, DA uh, also released footage of the arrest, which is what we're getting right here. Uh, 32-year-old Reginald Arrington Jr. screaming and falling. His legs are, as deputies pin his torso to the ground and strike at his legs with batons. Man, that shit is crazy. I mean, he was screaming, uh, I can breathe. Uh, and the police were telling him, relax, nobody wants to hurt you, relax. One of the deputies can be heard saying a letter in the footage as four deputies pin Arrington to the ground and another shackles his feet. Okay, that's when they got the fourth and the fifth officer. So uh, the DA drops charges all charges call for investigation guys all charges were dropped uh, and they release and they release a a statement on tuesday where uh where they saying a uh a matter of fact i'm gonna put uh let me see if i can put this right here um hey, ricky can you play it again from the beginning of course go ahead Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do, you, do your thing. You're gonna have a lot of rebuttal. Hey, go ahead. Okay. So he do you, do you see how big the guy is? He is a big guy and he actually pulls the officers over. Um he does resist arrest. Um and I know that visually that looked really, really bad. But when you're trying to arrest someone, especially um, someone who is bigger than you are, um, how do you do it? How do you arrest someone? Uh, again, I understand that visually that looks horrible. It looks horrible. But he wasn't cooperating. He was resisting. He was strong enough to pull the officers forward. How? Do you arrest someone? Okay, so hmm. I'm looking at it and uh, hold on, hold on, give me a second. So I'm looking at it and sorry about that. Like I said, I got children that need to go to summer camp. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking at it, and so when wherever we arrest, 
when I used to restrain uh, an inmate or restrain somebody who I had to restrain, um, I used the least amount of force necessary. Okay, that was what we were trained to, to say, and that what we were trained to uh, to apply. So if you're going at 100% and uh, I'll meet you at 100%, but I'm not trying to hurt you, okay? I'm not trying to break your arm. I'm not trying to whatever. So obviously when the officers was walking him back to the vehicle to put, they were on, they, they weren't, they were not uh, prepared that he would resist. Okay. That's why you see the overhand strike in the back of the head, which you're not supposed to do. Okay. Not supposed to strike people in the back of the head. Even the MMA, they don't do that. Um, and then when he got on the floor, they were giving him orders because they can say he, you know, because of his feet, you know, they didn't want to get hurt. And, you know, he was using it as a weapon, whatever. And he wasn't listening. I got it. I got that. Okay. But he's restrained from the rear. Okay. Not the front. He's restrained from the rear. You have a couple of the officers, right? Now, what they could have done, right? Because when we do a four-cell move, like I told you guys before, it's a person per body part. So you have the head, you have two arms, and you have two feet. That's five people to restrain one person. Five people to restrain one person. And we are trained to say we use the least amount of force necessary. Because I can break that person's body. I can break his arm. I can break his leg. Right? The officer right here. You have three officers in the background. One with the two, well, I think all of them have their batons up. They are doing the proper strike. You're supposed to strike at the meaty part of the thigh, all right? Avoiding joints because uh, joints and uh, and short bones, I call short bones the uh, the bones that have two the bones. The tibia and the fibula. Yeah, so avoid those because once you hit that, that can, you know, break. Long bones are, are, are probably, you know, are, are harder to break. Um, but they could have literally said, hey, man, let me go ahead and grab a leg. You grab a leg. Let's turn him around, right? We're going to turn him around because he's restrained from the rear, right? So his arms are, are no, no good. Instead of continually beating him, yes, he is, he is panicking. The guy's panicking. Is there another cop on his torso right now? Right? Is there a guy, a cop on the floor with him right the, now while he's tussling? Hold there on. is a, there is a cop. No, the, there, there is a cop on the torso. Yes. Hold on. Let me let me, <laughs> let me switch my head so I can see see the video. Hold on. This guy is, hold on, guys. It's going to be a little... Uh, oh, yeah. See, there's a guy on, on the floor with him. That guy on the floor with him, he has the ability to turn the person's shoulders Wherever the shoulders go, right, that's where you're going to turn. So you could turn the shoulders, right, turn that midsection, and you could turn them on to where you want him. But he's holding him still. <laughs> he's holding him still on the ground, telling him not to kick. And it's hurting. All those strikes are hurting him. Don't kick. Don't kick. Even when he, see, even when he held his legs just now, he let go of contact. So right now they're destroying his arms. 
his arms are being destroyed because you're getting restraint from the back. You cannot, you're not, you're not able to support anything when you're back, when, when you're like this and you're on the ground like this and they're pushing down on you, your arms are not supposed to be, he's like this. So your arms are even hurting even more because there's no give on the concrete. So yeah, this is excessive force. Look, so you look, 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 you see how he's beating his legs? Beating his uh his calf uh his yeah, but, right there. But it looked like they were trying to turn him over and he decided to fight again. Well pull out mace. Pull out some mace. But you guys will still say it's excessive force even if they no. you can mace. use aerosols. You can use aerosols. Aerosols will call the decision. I'll I'll put some aerosols on that man and let him simmer on the ground. I'll let him simmer on the ground. But do you think that this is something that is racially motivated or no. just poor training? No, nah, nah, he's a big guy. Um, I, I think it's poor training. Yeah, uh, he's a big again, guy. I, I know, but the cops are not small, too. Diesel, that's, like, that's a good point you're talking about, poor training, okay? So now, is America racist? Okay, do we need to defund the police? Do we need to defund the police? <laughs> you know, this is what I'm saying from the beginning. Instead of defunding the police, uh, I was watching a video the other day, okay? Uh, um, you know, taking a, a little bit of, you know, from this topic. Uh, and then there's some people rioting in Chicago. You can hear shootings from the left and the right, from the front and the rear. And a lady got shot on the leg. Okay. The same people that were talking and chanting, defund the police, fuck the police. After she got shot, you can hear everybody call 911, call the police. And I'm like, you know, anyway, going back to this, going back to this right here, because it's, it's about the, uh, the, the, uh, the training part. Uh, you know, I think Diesel and Lisa that instead of uh, uh, pushing this narrative, uh, Black Lives Matters narrative of defunding the police, we should put more money into the police, so yeah. we can so we can make them more comfortable uh, doing their jobs. Okay, more comfortable doing their jobs, and in addition to that, we can we can weed out the bad apples. Okay, because once you get once you get the training, you know, once you, once you're trained, it's like in the military, special forces, you know, they don't make mistakes. You know, those, those guys go, they go, uh, you know, execute a mission. I mean, you know, step by step. But if you send a bunch of, you know, uh, seven, uh, 42 alphas, 42 limas, you know, they're probably going to fuck up the, uh, the, uh, the situation. Why? Because they don't have the, the, the proper training. And let me tell you guys, man, the military trains so much. Uh, so tell me. You can see the strikes that he's doing, and those strikes, there's a lot of red zones that you're not supposed to hit. Like, you're not supposed to strike anybody in the temple because uh, that's a kill shot. Actually, we, you guys were talking about it, uh, I want to say Friday, or one of the podcasts I wasn't there, right, right. Um, talking about uh, non-lethals, right? So they got rid of the word non-lethal because even a non-lethal at lethal uh, range become lethal. So what they say is less than lethal. That's what that is. So a baton is less than lethal because if used correctly, it shouldn't it shouldn't give casualties, just like a taser. If used correctly, right. based off of you know a regular working person, not a person who's had strokes and all that stuff, or heart attacks or whatever, but a regular person, right, a healthier person, it shouldn't uh, be a casualty-producing weapon. The baton, just based off the baton strikes I'm looking at these officers to do, um, it, just how they're holding the, the person down. I'm glad there was no deadly force, right? Because 
you know, he's resisting and they pull out the, the weapon and shoot him while he's, you know, his handcuffs is into the rear. Um, I'm glad, let, let's look at the positives. I'm glad that he, they're not deadly force. I'm glad the cameras were on, that we're able to look at this, right? Um, and we're able to learn from this because I don't think it's a racially charged thing. I, I think it's a, once we said, people are not trained correctly. Um, it, this guy, if you are trained correctly, you can, you literally are able to, it doesn't matter if the person's 300 pounds. There's pressure points on the body, okay. which I don't see anybody using pressure points. You have pressure points here. This is called the, the brachial plexus. Is it a, yeah, brachial plexus, right? This is called the clavicle notch, okay? There's pressure points there. This is called the uh, the or, orbital, intraorbital. I, I think this is, uh, I, I you know, have to yeah. get, yeah, right? And then you have here, right? If you apply both hands at the bottom of the jaw here, right, and you pull up and out, Right, you get this is I forgot the the I think it's called the glab uh I forgot what this is called, but there's a pressure point here. There's and there's other pressure points on the body that you can use to get a moment of uh of compliance and that compliance you can use that and you can get the position that you want. None of them are doing it. None of them are doing it. So you just beating the man, inflicting more pain to his legs, inflicting more places, and, and asking for compliance. No, I can force your compliance. So uh, that's what needs to be uh, need to be uh, need to be uh, taught here. You know, I want to bring something here before. Well, I, I mean, I agree with that. Go ahead, Lisa. You're agreeing. Oh. Keep going. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree <laughs> I with, this. with that part. Um, because to me, I'm, I'm looking at it and I don't, I don't even think, to me, when I hear like excessive force, I'm, to me, I'm thinking it's coming from anger. But like these guys are not striking him like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like a regular strike to me. I think that they that that's um, what the brain thinks of first because it's the easiest thing to do. You're talking about pressure points, and that's going to take a few more seconds of of brain movement, um, and that comes down to not having enough training under pressure. That's the thing. Is they may have police training, but how much under pressure training do they have? So they, to me, it just looked like not it's not excessive force to me. I just think that they just chose what was the easiest thing, the first thing to come to their mind. It's it's on their person. It's just very quick, not even thinking. Just that's the easiest thing to do. So Rick, I posted something in the chat real quick. You can probably skim through the video, um, but this is what. Uh, you know, just the military trains on and people, I want you to go to, uh, let me show you. Can I you send, you can go. you send it to me on, uh, on Zoom real quick? Uh, before, uh, while I talk, uh, I give my point real quick, send it to the Zoom. So guys, this, this is my point. Okay. This is my point. 
And this is how everything could be prevented, okay? Like Diesel say, we need to give these officers more training. We need to ensure that these guys are, 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 are better prepared to handle the situation. But in a couple of seconds, okay? Look at this, right here. The officers have the uh, uh, the individual restraint, handcuffed. He's compliant. He's going to the. He's he's getting he's getting into the seat. You know, he's going to the back of the car. He's he's been he's arrested. Okay, but right here, he turns to the to the uh, to to the uh, to one of the officers. One second, you cannot see this right now. Let me make sure that you can see it. Okay, one second. I need I need you to see this. Okay, it is a one. One second, almost there, guys. Okay, so right here you see. Let me let me go back from the to, from the beginning. So he's complying. Let me decide me. Okay, I'm getting out of here. So he's complying, as you guys can see. He start walking. He's doing good. Walking now. He start turning to one of the officers. Right there, he's he raised his one of his legs. Okay, you can see his leg right here. I don't know if you can see my mouse. It's being it's being raised. Okay. He's raising his leg. He's trying to take, you know, uh, 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 momentum. And right here, he pulls back, okay? At that moment, these three officers should be able to control the individual by applying what Diesel's talking about, pressure points, you know, uh, uh, using uh, the taser, using some, some, some other technique other than take this man to the ground and beat him, beat him to death, you know? Uh, one, more, one more step right here, you see? He's, he's pushing down, you know, one of the officers pushing his neck down. They're trying to get him to the ground right there, you know. But no, then he moved to the side. And right here, one of the officers made the first mistake that you can make as an officer. And he started punching an individual on handcuffs. Okay? Because you, you, you're not trying to punch him. You're trying, to, you're trying to, uh, to gain control of the guy. Okay? So instead of closing your hands, open your hand and make sure that you, you gain control of the extremity. Okay? Now... Punch him over the head. Guys going to the ground. I, right there where Lisa is. And then the arrest is history. You know, it's uh, uh, again, it's the uh, it's the uh, the gang, the gang. I got to call it, you know, the gang is beating the poor guy. You know, uh, this I'm looking at the uh, uh, at the shot right there. I see the video. Um, we'll go to a minute and 45 seconds. Okay. And I want to uh, say I call them a gang. I'm telling you, it's just because they have, they don't have training under pressure. This looks like, to me, quick, desperate reaction. I, I get it, Lisa. People who are not trained under pressure. I, I get they it. They would so, never be good doctors. So, so, so if you're not trained, so you're, if you're not trained, uh, if you're not trained uh, properly, 100%, if you don't have if you don't have what what you need to be an effective police officer so you're not a police officer you're, you're just a mockery of a police officer and you become a gang member you but know it's not their fault they are only as good as their teachers that's no, not their fault no 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 let me tell you something that's not their fault 100 their fault as soon as you wake up in the morning and you put that uniform on you even if you're a police officer if you're a doctor if you're a teacher if you are if you are a, a nurse if you are a correctional officer, as soon as you put your own uniform on, everything that, that goes on is your own fault. You cannot blame nobody else. If you're not ready to take- If uh, you did not have the proper training, if you're only doing what was taught, then how is that your fault? Well, I'm, if they did not have any, if they did not have proper training under pressure, and I, and I stress that because that's what this looks like, is Lisa, that they don't know how to react. 
they they know better. They know better. They know they, they don't have How the training. Is that their fault. So let me let me tell let me tell you, it's it's very easy. When they put the uniform and they take the charge of a, of an uncommissioned officer, the charge of a doctor, the charge of a nurse, the charge of a, a, a law enforcement, guess what? Everything that happened is their fault. They know they're under training. Yeah. So they should say something. They say, hey, I'm it's not. I'm not. actually the fault of the of municipality in which they work. For. Oh, they, they do have some That's fault. fault they do have some fault. <laughs> they do have some fault. But I, I got to tell you, it's 100% the fault of the police officer for not seeking that training. Okay. If you want to put that, that, off, that officer How uniform. How can he seek something that he doesn't know exists? Well, they know they, they, that's the thing, that they know they exist. In the military, you ask a soldier, hey, do you know what WLC or. Uh, that's the military. I mean, but this it's, looks the, like, it's the same thing. Like Lisa. the middle of nowhere, Alabama. Still. Okay. It's probably Tennessee. a county or something. Tennessee. It's Tennessee. And uh, it's where? It's in Tennessee. It's, I'm sorry, what was the difference? Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. And it's probably some county, and, uh, you know, you know, Bubba and Jim Bob, that's that's all that they were taught, okay? So it's the fault of the municipality in which they no. are employed. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me put it to you in, in my own terms. If, uh, if I'm driving on a road over the speed limit, and I and, and, and I and the officer pulls me over, and the, the officer pulls me over tells me, hey, you were doing 30 over the speed limit. And then I say, oh, I, I didn't know the speed limit here. They're still going to give me a ticket. Okay, because uh, just not knowing, just not knowing the uh, the situation, uh, uh, being a naive doesn't make you. Uh, they, they're gonna give you a free ticket. No, uh, you know. Uh, when it comes to employment, yes, yes, it does. That that I actually know for a fact because I handle police brutality cases. But you're telling me you're for a huge county, okay, <laughs> the so, largest so, county in Maryland. So, so wait a minute. So what you're telling me is that. These officers weren't trained how to detain a personnel, how to uh, de-escalate situations, how to authorize when deadly force is, is, is permitted. Because what we get, I was like, That's I said- That's not I what was, I said. I was an investigator, but I was an investigator though. That's and, not what I said though. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. So please uh, clarify, clarify, hold on, hold on. Give me, I'll let you clarify. Um, when I was an investigator, I had a lot of people telling me, well, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Uh, my, my instructor didn't train me like that, but I said, hold up. You signed this policy, didn't you? Right? This policy authorized you to carry a firearm. This policy states that blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, I just signed it. I didn't. I'm sorry. You That's signed it. Thing. But to, to carry a firearm, they have to go through training. No, no, no. That's not the same thing. What I'm talking about is there is no training for this type of situation. If there's no training for um, oh, high-pressure okay. situation. I'm going to tell you right now, all police departments, they have to deal with, uh, uh, just like I'm showing you, I'm about to show you the training right now in the, in the military, how they train, right? Uh -huh. And these are females and males, all color, all gender, right? Okay. And this is just the 31 echo. This is this is a prison uh, training. The prison training and the officer training, they are uh, different in similar ways, uh, different, but the same. Officers are more aggressive. They train to get the situation under, under uh, 
they're they're trying to get the situation quelled quickly. Like, hey, I want to get this over with. That's the military. (laughs) No, that's a majority of my my police friends too. And I can tell you. Easy, I can right? tell you. All we gotta do is just look up, look up the training on on the Tennessee Police Department. Yeah, they get, they get, they get with up, every they get around. Situation with with every um, IAD report that I get, internal affairs report I I read. If if there's something new that wasn't in the protocols, they now put it in the protocols after the fact. I have seen protocols change plenty of times after situations have occurred. So they are not trained for everything. And if they are not trained for it, it is not their fault. Well, we That's don't know, all I was yeah, saying. We don't know if this is the case. Uh, far as we know, the DA, the DAs actually released the individual and they, they're pressing charges against the officers because they did use excessive force. So uh, based on that, I will assume that they have the proper training. But hey, let's agree to disagree. The last video of the night, guys, Diesel, uh, where you wanted to start this video? Where? It started at a minute and 43 seconds. Okay. So I got it. One minute 40. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let me maximize this a little bit. One second. You got it. Let's go. So I just want to show you guys the training that the military goes through. Uh, once again, Lisa does make a point. You can't train for everything. Um, but based off of your experiences, based off of the, the trends, you can find out, you know, what works. Okay, so. I'm cheering. I'm cheering with you guys. I'm sharing with you guys the screen. Okay, uh, so diesel, diesel, you will be seeing this. Uh, you, are you seeing it right now? I'm, I'm seeing it on the what you call it. You seen it on YouTube or you seen it on your screen? YouTube, on YouTube. All right, now I'm seeing it on my. Oh, screen. now I'm on the. Now I can see it on the screen. Okay, now I'm gonna press play, guys. It's like yeah, teeny tiny. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so right there, so, all right, that strike right there to the thigh, okay? If you strike to the thigh, right, he, he just struck, he struck to the thigh, right? Yes. That's a, that's a major nerve, uh, major nerve. Uh, all right, so what you pause right there, that's down to the ankle uh, right below the calf muscle, okay? If you go ahead and apply that, that pressure point right there, these are knee-jerk reactions. These are reactions that if that pressure point works for them, if it, if, if it, if they have, if it's not numb, they will respond to that. Right. Right. And you have femoral, you can go into the femoral artery, which is in the inner thigh. Uh, and this training is not new. People have been training like this. It's called unarmed self-defense. That's what it's called. Uh, the army calls it USD. They want to make a, but on our unarmed self-defense, I'm actually an unarmed self-defense instructor to a point where I've felt all of these uh, pressure points and I know how it works. And if I apply it wrong, you know what I'm saying? I could be in trouble because some of these pressure points, if applied for a long period of time, can do the adverse what you want. It can do more harm than uh than what you want but go ahead hit play i just want to show you guys the pressure points right there that's a knee strike now that didn't take any any type of uh go ahead right there that's uh i call it the spock everyone knows like how when spock used to put people to sleep 
he used to uh, hit hit right behind the neck. Okay, but you're hitting right on the traps. So your traps, you're gonna hit down on the traps, and you're going down in a V motion. None of these take any. If done right, you don't have to. It's not exerting too much energy on you. Now that's a grown man, right? Would you say that that guy who tried to st- uh, stand up? Sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's sure, good. sure. Do you see the size of those two females? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you realize? Do you know he he can only go to his, that that right there? What he's doing, what they're doing right there, they're applying that pain receptor on his uh, the same little pressure point I was talking about, and he'll be able to get right there, and then and then he'll probably get to his knees. But by time, those legs, those legs are not moving. Yep. What was that right there on the uh, by the side of the of the of the head? Right here. Yeah. So it's right behind the ear. Um, this is called the. Uh, man, I'm gonna get you all the names. I, I I'm brain fart, but it's right behind the ear. Uh, we call it, uh, I forgot the name of it, but there's a little pocket here, and it's called, uh, what you're supposed to do is press through, okay? So my point of impact yeah. is is the, the nerve bundles right below the ear. My point of aim is through the face. Okay. So that means I want to press all the way through the face. And you can try these pressure points on yourself. So that's just showing the C turn, and that's about it. You don't have to show the rest of it. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just showing you the training that people go through, uh, and like I said, for the military. But yeah, what for the I'm military. saying is, what I'm saying is, yes, the school I went through, I went through uh, a school called Military Police Investigations. The SWAT was there, okay. That's the SWAT. That's police department. Yeah. Uh, the local state police department was there. Um, certain things are uh, around the board, around around agencies. The same thing. I'm certi- I'm certified by the FBI to do fingerprints. So a lot of things are. Yes, I got you. What you're trying to say, the military is different from 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 uh from state um but when you really look at it then well, i don't know about state but they, they, well i mean from police officers when you really look at it they're not really that different when it comes to basic training their basic training or the the drill sergeant mentality that they have when they go through uh what do they call it cadet school okay they everyone has taken what works some things work for the military some things work for the, the police department and they've taken it and they made stuff like this. Unarmed self-defense works for all law enforcement because there's something called a uh, mock, I want to say mock drills. Um, that's to, and you use a baton, that's to manipulate someone's body to get them into the position that you want. And I was taught by a, by a, by the Kansas City, Kansas City Police Department, what mock drills were. Okay. 
and the military now uses it now. But we have to have someone from the state police department to certify us, right, in order for us to teach it to the military. So So. what I'm going to say is out of the many, 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 many body cam videos I have seen in my career, I have never seen not one of the things that was just shown in that video. (laughs) So it's either not, now, now granted, I only handled um, police claims for, the largest, the largest county in Maryland, I won't say it, but the largest county in Maryland. Uh, I have not handled other places, police claims. But anyways, um, so it's either not trained or, again, the officers are not trained for under-pressure situations. You know what I'm saying? It's like the person who you know, studies for weeks and weeks and weeks for a test, and then when they take the test, they fail it. That's right, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So um, my ex-husband, um, he's a park ranger, and um, the park rangers, because they have they, they do have guns, um, they have to go to the police academy. So I will ask him. Uh, now, he's not a not for Maryland. So um, this, this would be a different city, um, different perspective. So I'll ask him if they're taught that in the, uh, in the academy. Cause now I'm really curious because after watching that, it totally makes sense to use. Never seen it one time. Never okay. seen it at all. Okay. Not even close, not even an attempt. Well, guys, I think I think uh, uh, this is it for tonight. What do you guys think? Yeah, what a Wednesday, guys! Uh, uh, you know, I want to say thank you to uh, all you guys for being on you know on the show. You know, uh, week after week, day after day, and again, guys, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday, six to a.m. Uh, or nine to eleven uh, Eastern time. So uh, we we appreciate your donations. We appreciate your participation in the chat room. Uh, we go through the chat, you know, and, and then we read, we read what was, what's said, you know, and then we're trying to improve for, for the next, uh, for the next, uh, uh, video. So thank you so much guys for, uh, for that participation. Okay. And super chats, they're always welcome. So, uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, so, uh, have a good night guys, you know, up to you. Yeah. You guys I would like to, uh, I would like to thank heavy water, uh, Sean Allen, uh, and of course, uh, AFB. AFB. I would like yeah. to thank you guys again. I'm always I'm reading I'm reading your chats, Heavy Water. I'm sorry that I didn't get to it. Yeah. Um, but I think you had one good question. You were like, uh, what were my Caucasian battle buddies? Did I test them uh, um, when I went down range? And I, I'll probably touch on that a little bit next chat. Um, but uh, unfortunately. Um, it was proved to me that you're not racist where we can have a conversation and I'm going to be real. Uh, a lot of people are tested in the military because it's like, um, are you hip hop enough? Are you, are you, are you, you know, so people do that. You get tested. Or as you do to me all the time. Am I black enough? I mean, but that, I mean, that's what it is. And it's, it's because 
once again, it's I don't want to blame media. I'm blaming myself because now I'm a grown man. But when I was younger, I didn't know. Um, I did that because uh, I felt uh, this is what life is. This is what I had to do to make you part of my area. When in actuality, I should have accepted whomever for the differences that they are they had and the fact that you have this different, I have this difference, but we're able to coexist. But of course, when you're young, when you're young, young, I joined, I joined the military at 21, uh, which is not young, but you know, it's the college phase. Um, you know, I didn't know. All I knew was I'm going to hang around with West Indian people, people from Jamaica, Trinidad, Dominican Republic, uh, uh, Maybe you know Puerto Ricans, but white people. Why am I chilling with them? You know. So uh, now color. Do, you know, the, color doesn't matter to me. It's about it's about their standards. It's about their morals. Okay. And uh, I appreciate you actually bringing that out, heavy. But I didn't forget about you. I thank you for uh, being around. I thank you for being that other uh, that other viewpoint. It's is is very is very uh, very appreciated. And bring your battle buddies, man. Bring your battle sisters. Where are they at? That's right, yeah. Bring them. Have a go. That's all I got to say. Lisa? Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming out. And I hope you guys come again on Friday. Because guess what? I will have a better internet connection. Hello, fiber optics. So, Damn, you're so lucky. So hopefully I will not freeze up. Um, and um, don't forget to subscribe if you're new. And everybody share, share, share. All right, guys. Have a good night. That was good. Okay.